0: Have you ever looked at a project, realized how much needs to be done for it? It's swimming all in your head and you're trying to figure out how to get it all done and then you freeze and do nothing. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about, and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um it is, let's see ten o'clock on a Wednesday morning. I've run five miles whoa, I've run six miles this morning, and my brain's a little mushy squishy. So we're gonna get through this episode as lovely as possible as we possibly can. Um, today we're talking about deadlines. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and just start off with this. I despise—we'll say despise—I despise the word deadline. It sounds like if you don't meet this, you're a gunner, and no one needs that kind of pressure, especially perfectionists who already put a whole goddamn amount of pressure on themselves. So, while yes, we're gonna be talking about deadlines here, I want you to really keep in mind that. It does not have to be deadline. It can be due date or um, timeline or uh, a time-defined goal. But we're going to talk about, first of all, why we struggle to meet them. Why is it so freaking hard for us to meet those due dates, for us to meet those deadlines? And then secondly, what are some ways that you can adjust to make it easier for yourself? Please note that. This is kind of the theme of the podcast lately. How can we make life easier? easier for ourselves because we already make life so goddamn horde. So I'm going to be talking about that pretty in depth and note that do you need to try all of them? No, you overachievers, you definitely do not. But I would love if you left this podcast and tried one. And if you do, let me know. I'd love to hear how it goes and if it made life easier, if you're like, you know what, that one was good, but I think I need to try another one. A lot of the times people think personal development is this one-size-fits-all thing, and it's not. Um, A lot of the times it's going to take some trial and error to figure out what your secret cocktail is that really works for you and that works for your motivation and works for your, um, like... Drive it works for your time and your schedule, and it works for your sleep schedule and like all these different things. I've had a few people. We're not talking about morning routines today, but I've had a few people come to me recently and ask about like starting a morning routine. And I'm just like, okay, well, like, what time would you like to get up? And they're like, oh, like six for sure. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, okay, what time do you currently get up? And they're like, you know, eleven, like ten or eleven. And I'm like, okay, that is way too big of a jump. Why do you feel like you need to get up at six? And they're like, well, because like, if I don't get up at six and I'm not a morning person and I can't have a morning routine, that is bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. It's this lie that all of us have bought into that if we are productive, that means we get up at 5.30 in the morning and hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, no, like that is not what a morning routine is. A morning routine is something that works with your schedule that means you get up at a time that makes sense for your schedule. Like for instance... I worked in the restaurant industry for twelve years. That's like a little bit, a little bit less than half my life. Um, but I worked in the restaurant industry for about twelve years, and there's no way I could get up at the time that I currently get up now. When I was doing that, I was staying at the, at the bar restaurant. It was a bar basically. Um, I was staying at the bar until like two in the morning. I couldn't get up at five 30. There's no freaking way. But what I did is I found what worked for me and I found a way to wake up like at 10, but still have a little bit of time to myself to do gratitude and to work out and stuff like that before I jumped into my work day again. So Really and truly, the the moral of the story is I want you guys to take something from this episode that is calling to you and that you think like, I can implement that and have fun with it and try it out. See if it works and let it work with your schedule. Now, I'm not saying like if you hate your schedule right now, make sure it like totally fits into it. If you hate your schedule, let's make some adjustments and change it so you can actually enjoy it. But I'm saying, like, don't go against the grain. Don't just totally flip-flop and try to do a 180. Rather, work with it, steer into the skin, if you know what I mean. But before we start this episode, let's do some quick segments, shall we? Um, First and foremost, how did I get in my own way? I say this every episode, but I'm going to say it again. The reason I have this segment and that it's really important to me is because I want you all to hear that... No one's perfect. One of my biggest pet peeves is listening to podcasts that are like super, super polished, and these people like present this like unbelievably perfect, unachievable version of themselves that is just like astronomically like a perfect little diamond. And I'm like, that's great, but that's skewing the the um, standard it's skewing the curve and it's just like I really I love this segment because it leans into the fact that no one is perfect. I devote my life to personal development. I listen to it, I read it, I learn it every single day I teach it every single day and yet there are still some moments where I'm like okay I got in my own way there. Let's learn from it and see how we can do better next time. So how I got in my own way this past week is actually my fiance and I have been doing wedding planning and really diving into it. And actually someone let me know, they're like, man, like you guys must be getting married in like nine months or even like six months. Like the way you guys are like starting to plan. And I'm like, oh no, we're getting married in two years. But two reasons: one, because of COVID, a lot of weddings are being pushed back or being pushed, like like condensed, if you will. So things are booking up a lot quicker. Um, venues and uh, photographers and DJs and the big the big ticket items are booking up just a lot faster. So we're wanting to get those locked and loaded a little bit sooner. And two we hate sprinting. We hate trying to do something in a really quick manner and giving it a lot of pressure and having to like, go, 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 meet the deadline, meet the deadline. And instead we wanted this to be a really enjoyable process. We actually made values to go by as we're, as we're creating our wedding and as we're imagining it and planning it and eventually doing it. Um, we made these values that, are, we want it to be us, obviously that is a value to us because it means a lot of different things that honestly I could devote a whole podcast episode to, but I won't because um, I don't know who would want to hear that, but um, we wanted to make sure it was us, we wanted to make sure it felt ease, ease is not easy, but we wanted to make sure it felt that, that ease, that peace with it, aka we don't want to be struggle bussing, and that was really important to us. Now, that is our second value, and we're now just on wedding venues, and we're breaking it <laughs> because we're having some some trouble, not, well, finding, we're having some trouble finding one, but finding one within the vision that we are creating for ourselves, and um, we're doing something a little not, more non-traditional. We're not doing the traditional venue. We're doing something a little bit more like super small in an Airbnb, tucked away in the mountains somewhere. And we're having a really hard time finding not only a place that meets what we're wanting, but a place that allows it and doesn't let us, like, isn't wanting us to hide it. I'm not going to go too much into details because I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but it's just, it's been a very strange process that we've had to, like, already talk to, like, people in legal and, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, what happened? Why did this go from zero to 60 in 3.5? And I let myself get really stressed out and feel like, oh my God, if we can't find it, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it's like, no, like you've looked at a chunk of places, but there's still one out there. There's more out there. And no matter what, you're going to figure it out. And, um, it was good to have that little reminder, but there was a good 24 hours where I was just like, had 1500 tabs open and just like, um, what is Gabby Bernstein calls it manic manifesting where it's like you like sink your talons in and you think you're manifesting and yet you're just choking, choking while you're trying to manifest basically. So, um, but what I, what I really learned from this and I'll speak just for myself. I don't know about my fiance, but, um, what I learned from this is that there's always going to be something no matter what, there's always going to be something whenever you're planning a big event, like a wedding or whether you're starting your business or whether you're going after your goal there's always going to be a hiccup in the road no matter what but part of going after a goal, part of fulfilling a plan is being able to adjust and being flexible and being willing to adjust the plan, change your strategy. And I I had that moment pretty pretty aggressively with with the wedding stuff and I've I've drilled that rule into myself with goal setting, with, um, health goals, with running, with, um, currently I'm doing a, I'm training for a half marathon and we're, me, me, my partner and my dad are all doing this half marathon together. It's not like a real event like that we're like signed up for and we get the bibs and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're doing it with like 1300 people, No, it's actually just going to be the three of us. We call it the Baker because my fiance's last name is Holloman. My last name is Baker, obviously. And so we call it the Baker half. And this is the second annual (laughs) Baker half. (laughs) Oh, the pandemic's been so weird. But um, where was I going with this? Um, Oh, but as we're like, you know, training for this, like there's some days where I'm like, okay, like we're scheduled to do uh, seven miles and in mile... Um, five, I dropped my phone in the mud and it is <laughs> just destroyed and we have to cut things a little bit short. So it's being really, that didn't happen last weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we have to be really nimble and, and flexible and changing our approach. And I've drilled this into myself with business, with um, launching new things, which is coming up soon, but um, with like with basically anything that you go after. And yet I needed that reminder when it came to setting this plan for the wedding because it was a new experience and it was nice to have that little reminder. I am beating this horse dead. So with that, let's do the goal to celebrate, which is always big goal, small goal, medium goal, teeny tiny little goal, doesn't matter. It is always important to celebrate ourselves no matter where we're at, not just at the finish line because if we get into that habit of, saying, okay, well, I'll only celebrate when I do something really big and I'm at the finish line of it. Knowing perfectionists, having worked with perfectionists, having been a perfectionist, I know that that shit doesn't work. I know that when we are focusing only on like, okay, well, I'll only celebrate at the finish line, what happens is we'll hit the finish line and then we'll be like, okay, but what's next? Okay, but it wasn't that big of a deal. Okay, but like, yeah, like I guess I... Uh, ran a triathlon but you know a, a lot of other people do that so it's not that big of a deal and it's like it totally diminishes the reason why we did it so I like to have this and I really encourage you all to do this as well and if you even want to send me in some small big medium teeny tiny goals that you would like to celebrate I would love to read them out on the podcast so A small goal, or actually not really so small, it is a fairly large goal in my eyes, um, that I would love to celebrate this week is that my course, Goal Smasher, is underway, and we actually announced it this week. If you do not know what Goal Smasher is, we've talked about it in a few episodes. It is officially named and titled and coming so incredibly soon. We've got the videos um, all recorded and the worksheet and the worksheet workbook, it's huge, is all finished up and ready to go. And I'm stupid excited for it to be launched and out to you guys. But it is a deep dive course that will basically walk you through how to set goals, how to follow through on them. Plus it'll teach you my secret ingredient that takes you from like that fluctuating motivation, that like, oh, uh, you know, I'm not really feeling motivated. I'll guess I'll just do it tomorrow. And then that totally screws up the whole curve. It'll take you from that to that firecracker motivation that you can tap into in any moment. And my number one goal, <laughs> get it, goals. Oh, we love them. Um, just kidding. But my number one goal is for you to leave this course feeling like your goal can be achieved with ease, Now, I've already talked about this on this episode, but I'm going to reiterate it because this is really important. Ease does not equal easy. Not all goals are easy to do, but you can always do them with ease. We make life so damn hard on ourselves. And this is a way for you to walk through the patterns that are right now sabotaging you and that you might not even notice and in the course, I'm gonna help you break out of those patterns with step-by-step exercises with a big old workbook and videos and so much more. And it's it's been so fun to create. This is my goal-setting technique that I've used for years that has led me to um, starting and going full-time in my business, that has led me to um, <laughs> like running a triathlon, finishing a triathlon, um, cultivating more love and appreciation in my relationship. Um, I mean, making 10K in one month. I mean, so many things and I teach it to all of my clients and it's helped them just astronomically. And now I'm so excited for the first time ever to be teaching it to not only just my one-on-one clients, but to you guys as well. So Goal Smasher is coming soon. And if you want to get on the list to be the first to know plus receive those exclusive bonuses like one-on-one time with me, wink, wink, click the link in the show notes, or you can visit lifecoachbaker.com and it'll be on the pop-up that'll show up. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this very important topic about deadlines. Um, First of all, I want to talk about why do we struggle? Why do we struggle to meet deadlines, due dates, to-dos? so on and so forth. And I'm not going to be only talking about this with like projects. I'm going to be discussing this in terms of like going after your goals, or if you have a deadline for um, starting your business or um, doing a health goal, health related goal, something like that. And you're feeling like you're struggling to it. This is what this episode is for. So We've all been in situations where we've been assigned a project with a deadline or um, maybe we're trying to, I mean, this is something I've been dealing with recently is like I've been submitting to more articles because I'm really enjoying it. And a lot of them have deadlines that are um, (laughs) like two hours. So Um, and there's a lot of the times when we get assigned those things or we put that assignment on ourselves and we think to ourselves, oh, you know, this shouldn't be a problem at all And then like a week goes by and we haven't started it and then another week goes by and we still haven't started it because we keep thinking like oh, it's far enough away I've got other stuff to do or like you know I don't really know where to start so I'm gonna make excuses to do other shit that I do know how to do. And then the next thing you know it's the 11th hour and we're like panicking trying to finish this. I always think of this as like a like a college student and you get the syllabus. On, like, week one, it's actually, like, I'm recording this when a lot of schools are coming back into, into play. And even though I have not been in school in, like, six years, whoa, um, it's just very heavy on my, heavy on my mind. Um, but we've had those moments where we'll get, like, the syllabus and we'll see, okay, like, you know, maybe in three weeks I have my first big paper due, And we're like, okay, cool. So I know three weeks, but you know what? Like, I'm going to be so proactive. I'm going to get it done sooner. I'm going to get it done starting now, and it's going to be great. I'm going to be so proactive this year, blah, blah, blah. And then it's the night before it's due, and you're like, fuck, I have not touched this thing. I have no idea what my topic's going to be. And next thing you know, you're pulling an all-nighter and writing in the library, chugging coffee at like three in the morning, right? Actually, fun fact, I, I never pulled an all-nighter in college, which looking back on is a fucking miracle. I don't know how I did that. Um, but I know that this is a regular occurrence for many people, not just college students. We do this in day-to-day adult life too, where we say, okay, well, I'm going to, um, let's say for instance, I'm going to learn guitar and I really want to start classes on September 1st and I'm going to sign up for classes and it's going to be great. And then you keep putting off signing up for classes and you keep putting off sign up for classes. And then the next thing you know, it's September 1st and you're like, well, I'll just get them next time. Even though I know that thing would have made me totally happy, I'll just do it next time. And it's really difficult because this can really diminish our self-worth over time. It can make us feel disappointed in ourselves, which is never a fun feeling. And it just makes us feel like we're not in control. And that is just a, a big no-no, if you will. So the, the biggest reasons I see this come up, and I, I have three of them, Um, scratch that. I have four of them because I, I can't limit myself. Um, and the first one is that the task feels like nerve wracking or way out of our comfort zone, even though we don't maybe call it that. Maybe we just say like, oh, I just don't know what topic I'm going to write on, or I don't know, um, how to format that PowerPoint for this big presentation that we're presenting to the exec board. Like there's so many different things that we can insert as out of our comfort zone. I want you guys to hear that it's not like we're walking around like, that thing's out of my comfort zone today. We put real human excuses on top of that. Like, I don't know what colors to choose or I don't know what X, Y, and Z means and so on and so forth. So first and foremost, it's important to remember our brains are programmed to keep us safe at all times. If we were living life constantly in danger, our brain would be constantly in survival mode, right? Which means it's releasing a lot of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, which means that we're just fucked left and right. There's a whole episode devoted to this. I'll plug it in the show notes. But um, even something as like seemingly harmless as a big project for work can be skewed in our brains to be like a terrifyingly daunting experience or like a saber-toothed tiger that's coming to kill us. Even though we do not view it that way, that is the response that our brain comes up with. What happens is our brain, when it's encountered with these like out of our comfort zone tasks, it activates that survival mode, aka the brain will literally do anything including making shit up, creating excuses, shifting our reality, so on and so forth, to keep us safe. It'll do all of that no problemo and that's what we call self sabotage. When we think about going beyond what's comfortable and it be, and again this can literally be like when I think about starting my own business that can be really uncomfortable but my brain's gonna say things like well like you're not gonna have any clients or well like how do you build a website like how are you gonna do that like how do you write an about me page that's so overwhelming um for some reason that is always the most overwhelming part of any website and I am not immune to that. I that is like my least favorite part of a website to write and I have no idea why. Um anyway, but when we do that, when we go be or when we think about going beyond what's comfortable, our brain quite literally believes us to be walking to our death, right? So no you are not being dramatic to be scared or like to complete a project even to be scared to do that. It is literally how we are programmed. Number two, we can get overwhelmed by all that needs to happen in order for us to meet this deadline. So overwhelm is probably the number one reason we procrastinate. It goes hand in hand with getting out of our comfort zone, right? But have you ever looked at a project, realized how much needs to be done for it? It's swimming all in your head and you're trying to figure out how to get it all done and then you freeze and do nothing. Because most of the time, there's this like urgency in us that we have to do everything all at once. And this creates massive amounts of stress in our body. And that like fight or flight mode really kicks in. And we can't focus and make decisions when we are in that fight and flight mode and like frozen, like paralyzed. So we'll get into the, the how to make this work in your favor. But for right now, I want you guys to hear that when we are in overwhelm and we think about everything that needs to get done, and normally we don't think about like, I need to do this little task and this little task and this little task and this little task and like list them all out on a sheet of paper. Normally, they're all swimming in our head. They seem way bigger than they actually are or and or actually there's these big tasks that feel really daunting and we haven't chunked them down or we haven't um, paired them down. And we just think about like, okay, well, um, I know I need to build a website. And then our brain's like, dope. I have no fucking clue how to do that. So you're just going to be scared of it. It's going to be out of your comfort zone. You're not going to know what to do. And you're going to feel overwhelmed and do nothing. And we do, we just, we just freeze and we don't do anything. So, um, that's, that's one of the really, really biggies. Are you a perfectionist who has a goal or goals that you're wanting to achieve, but you feel like you have no idea how to get consistently motivated and you keep on saying, eh, I'll do it tomorrow? Or you feel like you're just flailing about trying to do everything and it feels like nothing's working and you're not making progress? Or even do you just feel so overwhelmed on where to start and that's resulted in you feeling stuck and disappointed in yourself for not moving forward? You are not alone. That is why I've created Goal Smasher, my step-by-step goal-setting technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm free plan on how to get there, plus learning the secret sauce that will take you from totally shitting on yourself to saying, wow, I'm a badass. By the way, this technique is completely free from burnout. The best part is that this is something you can learn in less than a day and put to use immediately. Plus, this is my favorite. You will get lifetime access to use this course over and over and over again with each new goal you have. Goal Smasher is going live super soon and to be the first to know about when it's available, plus getting exclusive bonuses that no one else will receive, visit lifecoachbaker.com or click the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Three, oh, we wait until we feel motivated to work on a project or task. Now I'm going to go ahead and peel back the curtain. I have an entire Module in Goal Smasher devoted to this topic because this is one of the most common ones I have seen in my entire time of coaching. I have seen so many clients or um, like discovery call, uh, soon to be clients or stuff like that. I've seen so many people say like, well, you know, I wanna start a morning routine, but like at 5.30 in the morning, my alarm goes off and I'm just not motivated. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. I woke up this morning at 5.30 and the last thing my body wanted me to do was to get out of bed. You know what I did? I snoozed for nine minutes because I'm not perfect. But then I got up and I read and I wrote and I did my thing because I know what makes me feel better. But I didn't wait until motivation bestowed its beautiful head upon me. I knew that determination and dedication is way more important. There is an entire formula in order how to tap into this motivation and how to really ignite it within yourself, I teach that to you broken down step-by-step in Goal Smasher. So again, if you are wanting to learn this process, sign up for that list because you'll be the first to know and you'll also get exclusive bonuses, which I'm really excited to tell you guys about. Anyway, that whole like, I'm gonna wait until I feel motivated loop is one of the most used excuses in the books. I'm sorry, but I am just going to call y'all out because motivation doesn't come from this big like magic fairy coming down and like bopping you on the head and then suddenly you feel motivated. Hooray! Now please note, I am not talking about when you are in burnout, when you are sick, when your body needs rest, and then you're like, I need to feel motivated. No, I'm not talking about that. I am talking about when we're in neutral and we're wanting to do something And we want to feel motivated. Please hear me on that because that's a huge difference. And a lot of times perfectionists will be in that burnout or that need rest state and think that if only they can tap into motivation, then they'll be productive and that means they'll be worthy. So hear me on that. You, You need to rest humans. Now here's the deal. There's this big lie that we've all bought into that in order to do any tasks that we need to do to meet the deadline or to meet the end of our goal or whatever, that we need to feel motivated in order to do them. I'm sorry. This is just another form of procrastination. And motivation is, again, it's not this like ethereal state that we just like get magically bestowed upon sometimes. It is a skill that you need to build inside of you. And again, I teach this to you step-by-step step in Goal Smasher. If you want to learn about it, get on that list. Um, and then last but not least... You've been stuck in this pattern and you don't see it changing. This is number four, friends. This one's a little bit more abstract, but it's a little bit more mindset and neuro, neuro pathway built. Because if, for instance, we've been struggling to meet deadlines our entire life, there's a little part of us. It's not so little. It's actually really big. This big part of us believes that in order to actually follow through on it it's just impossible because we've always been this way we've always been someone who is lazy or unproductive or struggles to meet deadlines or struggles to meet the goal or stuff like that and when we have that as part of our programming as part of our identity and we don't see it changing bold italicized underline highlight and we don't see it changing it will not happen period However, if we, for instance, start visualizing ourselves meeting that goal, meeting that deadline, hitting that time due date, or whatever you want to call it, if we visualize ourselves doing that, we will open up a new neural pathway, which is basically just a new way of thinking, and we'll start to condition that as a possibility. And your brain will be like, oh, there's another way of doing this? I had no idea. Amazing. And when we do that, shit changes because we are looking at life differently. So now that we've dove in into the reasons why we don't meet deadlines, let's talk about how we can better manage them, how we can make it easier on ourselves and how we can really steer into the skit. Now, remember, I do not want you guys to suddenly shove all four of these into your life. Please pick one. Just one. Just one of them and allow yourself to try it out. I've I've been on this big kick recently, and I think I told you guys about this last podcast, but about this idea of a first draft. Because when I've noticed when I tell perfectionists, like, go write, um go like write your your new goal or go um, explore a new habit you're wanting to build or something like that they think it needs to be the perfect habit and totally flushed out and they need to do it perfectly every single time and it's like no this is your first draft allow yourself to just do a first draft so this is what I would love for you guys to do pick one of these to make your first draft okay let's dive into what they are number one chunk it down We have talked about this, like beating it to death on the podcast. But rather than looking at all the tasks that you need to do, just do one at a time. Ask yourself, what is my first step? And then only focus on that one rather than staring at your to-do list or worse, thinking about all the things that need to happen. Number two, put away distractions for the love of God. We are so squirrel-brained that if we break that concentration when we're trying to focus on a task, if we break that concentration, it takes us on average 23 minutes to get back into it. So that means putting away Facebook. Does anyone even do Facebook anymore? I have no idea. Um, Putting away a Facebook, a Facebook, putting away your Facebook. There we go. I put my phone away. I put my phone and my watch on do not disturb. I put my computer on do not disturb. I put like a little note on my door that's basically just like shut up and um, in a nice way. It's much nicer than that. I normally will have like the lights in a nice dim um, way that actually helps me concentrate more. Some people that puts them to sleep. So to each your own. Um, But something that just allows you to stay in that concentration Please, for the love of God, put away your distractions because when we are bouncing back and forth between social media, TikTok, reels, whatever, and doing our task, it's going to take us like 15,000 times longer to do something. And then the next thing we know, we think we're lazy or we haven't done enough or we're like putting all this pressure on ourselves. And then we're doing everything like it's an emergency and we're living life in survival mode. Yes, it follows this pattern. I've seen this so much. So please put away your distractions. I am being aggressive on this one because I really believe it works a lot better than people think it will. Number three, stop waiting for motivation and embrace planning and determination instead. So whenever I chunk things down, which is number one, into the first steps into those first few steps, I always write down when I'm going to do them. Because if I just waited and said like, I'll do them someday, they'll never fucking get done. So I need to make sure they are planned and in my calendar. I am a notorious type A human being when it comes to my calendar. If it is not in there, I will not do it. (laughs) So that is how I roll. Some people do better with um, like their phone. Some people do better with a written calendar. Some people do better with reminders that go off. It is really to each your own. Personal development is not personal, my friends, but I don't wait until I feel motivated and then I'll do that task. Instead, I plan it and then I stay determined. I make sure I dedicate myself to doing that task then. And the more I've practiced this muscle, the easier it's gotten to do those really scary tasks that seem a little bit more out of your comfort zone, that seem um, like those big Deals that are gonna totally kill you because our brain is activating that life and death mode. But it's become so much easier now that I've gotten in the habit of, if it's on my calendar, I do it then. I also like this method because when you have it planned, when you have it in your schedule, you don't have this like looming task over you. And it's actually so much more energy draining to have it just chilling in your head and like in the back burner of your brain saying like, Remember me, I'm still here. I want you to to do this task, please. I almost said do me and that was really inappropriate. Um, I want you to do this task, please. Like, oh, you haven't done it yet? You should really do that. And it's just like, if that's just looming in the back of your brain, that is stressful as fuck. Make it easier for yourself. Plan it out. Write it down. Stick to it. And then last but not least, number four, get accountability. We do not ask for help enough in this day and age, especially women, especially perfectionists. Allow yourself to ask for help. You do not have to be superwoman and do everything on your own or superman or superhuman. Like it is not universal to one gender. Please hear me on this. When you ask for help, whether that's delegating a task, whether that's having someone tell you how to get from A to B faster, sooner, easier, less chicken with your head cut off, when you do that, or even if it's just emotional support, you are actually able to fulfill your tasks, get to that due date, deadline, end of your goal, whatever, so much easier. And I I can't even stress how important this one is because whenever someone comes to me as a client, they're always nervous. They're like, I'm, I don't really ask for help very much. I don't know really how to do that. And when they work with me, and this is not just me, I've seen this with other coaches, I've seen this with business coaches and their clients, like this is just kind of a universal coach, mentor, therapist thing, that when you do that, I, I'll at least speak from personal experience, my clients get to where they want to go so much faster because they have someone holding arm in arm with them walking with them through this thing, helping them figure out what's the best way to go about this and how can I not drive myself into the ground as I do it. So getting accountability, it does not have to be me as a coach. If you like these podcasts, we might be a really good fit. Let me know. Link is in the description to sign up for a free discovery call. But it does not have to be me. It can be a therapist, a mentor, a different coach. It can be someone just to make life easier for you, period. Now, before I get too hyphy with this episode, I am going to go ahead and take a step back and just say thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful for you. Again, take one of the four things you just heard and implement it in your life today to let yourself make life easier. It is just so important. Quick reminder that if you guys are wanting early access and to be the first to know get exclusive bonuses on my goal smash your course which is coming super soon Um, go ahead and sign up in the link below or you can go ahead and sign up with the link below or you can go to my website and it's just the first pop-up that'll show up on there and you'll be hearing from me really soon about details and things to come and I'm just so freaking excited oh my goodness but until next time I will talk to you all soon bye bye Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.